Jesus, his one and only Son to save for God so fun day in the house of God. Welcome to Cowboy Junction Church. We are so glad that you're here today. If you are a first-time guest, you could scan this QR code that is on the screen, or you can go to our Connect booth, which is in the lobby. We'd love to shake your hand and get to know your name. If you consider Cowboy Junction Church to be your home church, our tithe and offering stations are located as you enter and exit the sanctuary. If you don't want to give in person, you can give on our app, or you can go to cowboyjunctionchurch.com give to give there as well. Let's make sure to give God our very best. So we originally planned for Tim Timmons to be here for our October first Wednesday, but because of flight cancellations, we are moving it to November 1st. So mark that in your calendar. November 1st, we will be having Tim Timmons here at Cowboy Junction Church first Wednesday. It'll be at 6.30 p.m. and food trucks will be provided. All right, Cowboy Junction, it's going to be a great day. Today is Pumpkin Palooza. Let's get ready for this week's message. Hey, Cowboy Junction, good morning. Hey, we want to welcome everybody on our online campus. So glad you're joining us today. Today is a special day at Cowboy Junction because it is Pumpkin Palooza Day. Now, for everybody that are here, is in the house today, would you help me welcome all the young men at the Juvenile Detention Center? Glad you're here. Today is a little bit different around here. It's not our normal service. And the reason why is because once a year we pause and we have this big fall celebration. And we invite the kids to come in so that you, parents, and if you're in this place and you've never been to Cowboy Junction before, but you came because someone invited you. We're, giving, we're having pumpkins and we're having s'mores. And it's just going to be a big fall fun day. And we're going to worship the Lord. If you've never experienced this before, what we do is we want to give you an idea on what kids church is like at Cowboy Junction. Now don't panic. If you may say, well, if I knew it was going to be kids church, I wouldn't have cut. No, no. One of the things I want you to pay attention to is that the message of Jesus transcends all generations. Okay. You could be six or you can be 60. Okay. And you're going to get something out of today. But the ones that we're really focusing on today are waiting outside those doors. And they're going to be coming in and joining us. And so I need all, all the adults, would you stand to your feet? Everybody stand to your feet. Everybody stretch a little bit, get warmed up. Okay? All right. So they're going to come in. One of the things they're going to do is they're going to ask you, hey, Cowboy Junction, are you pumped up? And your answer, it, go, it goes like this. We are pumped up. Okay, you got to do it. Okay, the people that are, you don't have to. If you're pregnant, you don't have to do it. Okay, okay. If you're a male and you look like you're pregnant, 
you, you don't have to do it either, okay? But, but it goes, it goes, hey, Cowboy Junction, are you pumped up? Okay, and they're going to make you do it again, I promise, if, if you don't do it right, okay? But it's so, so good. So here we go. Are we, are we ready? Okay. Let's get up. Let's, let's feel louder than them this morning, okay? Here we go. Cowboy Junction, would you help me welcome the coolest kids on the planet, Cowboy Junction Kids! Kids Church, way to go, standing out in the hallway. You did good. I'm proud of you. You did awesome. It's going to be fun. So I've got a question for you. I heard you've already been coached on. Cowboy Junction and CJ Kids, are you pumped up? Okay, that's not bad, but I think they can do better. What do you think, Hannah? Can they do better? Yes, I think so too. So let's make it a little game. Let's make it a little competition. We're going to see who can do it better, who can do it louder, who can be prouder. So we're going to go this side of the room versus this side of the room, and we're going to see who can do it the loudest. Here we go. Ready? This side of the room. CJ Kids, are you pumped up? Okay, not bad, not bad, not bad. All right. Here we go. This side of the room. Cowboy Junction, CJ Kids, are you pumped up? Okay, all right, not bad. I'm not going to pick a winner yet. We'll get a winner here in a minute. It was really good. Listen, we have been talking about how we want to live life and we want to do life with Jesus. Everybody say, with Jesus. And so we've been talking about that, and we've been talking about Tim Timmons coming and all the things. But we, we're going to worship this morning. We're going to invite you all. Kiddos, stand to your feet. You guys are going to worship. We're going we're gonna to worship together. I invite you to join us in on the motions as we sing about how everywhere he goes, we want to go with him. Everywhere I go on this road, high and low, where I go, I go with you. There's a city that calls me by name There's a city that calls me by name Yes, as I run this race, I am cheered by the saints There's a city that calls me by name There's a future that runs through my veins There's a future that runs through my veins And there's nothing on earth that can stand in the that runs through my veins Everywhere I go On this road high and low Where I go, I go with you So I won't be afraid It's my hope, come what may Where I go, I go with you Where I go, I go with you There's a spirit I cannot contain there's a spirit I cannot contain 
Cowboy Junction, I'm proud of you. I saw you singing and doing those motions. Way to go. We're going to continue our time of worship in, in, in a kids' church for the last little bit. We've been talking about, we started talking about Abraham and all the things that God did in Abraham's life, how he was faithful, the miracles he performed. We talked about Isaac, then we talked about Jacob, and then recently we've been talking about Moses and how God's been leading his people. Um, following Moses through the wilderness to the promised land and God has performed miracle after miracle. He's continued to be faithful. And as we've talked about all of these things, it's a great reminder to us today that the same God that was the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses is the same God that we're standing in this room worshiping today. He's the same God that was faithful then and is faithful today. He was a miracle worker then, and he's a miracle worker today. He was a savior then, and he's a savior today. That is who we want to follow. That's who we want to be stuck with, and that's the God that we're worshiping. So would you guys worship that same God with us?
children then you hear your children now you are the same god you are the same god you answered prayers back then and you will answer now you are the same god you are the same god you were providing then you are providing now you are the same god you today. Lord, we thank you. Thank you that, that you are a faithful God then, and you're a faithful God now. Thank you that you were with us then, and that you're with us now. And God, today, as we get to have a fun day and pick pumpkins and do all the things, I just pray that right here in this room, for just a few minutes, that that same God would show up and do something in this room that no, no one else can do, that you would do what only you can do, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would help us, no matter what age we are, to hear from you, to have an encounter and an, an experience with you today. We wanna listen, we wanna be good listeners. God, our hearts are ready. So speak to us, we give you this time, ask you to have your way. It's in Jesus' name, and everybody said? Amen. Amen. Cowboy Junction, you may greet your neighbor, give him a high five, and you may be seated. All right. Well, you've had a, a, a few minutes to kind of like think about it. So let's see. Let's try it one more time. Cowboy Junction, are you pumped up? Okay. 
All right, Pastor Ty, you've got to work with them a little bit, but they're okay. I mean, they're not, they're not bad. They just need a little practice. So maybe at big church, y'all can work on it a little bit. Y'all nailed it, though. Way to go, CJ Kid. She did great. Hey, we're going to have fun today. I love Pumpkin Palooza. Love the pumpkins. Love the train. I most of all love getting to come in here and get to hang out with you guys and talk about Jesus. I love coming to a church that allows us this opportunity we get to talk about Jesus. But there's something else I love, and that's getting to play games. CJ Kids, what time is it? That's right, there we go, it is game time. I'm gonna invite my incredible helpers and volunteers out here that have my boxes of prickly pears. Now this may be a kid's church service, but we got to participate with you guys, which means you all are gonna get to play the game today. Y'all are supposed to be excited about that, very good. It's gonna be fun. Like, CG, I didn't dress appropriately for a game. You'll be fine. You're good, okay? The way this is going to work, it's going to be this side of the room versus this side of the room, okay? And my volunteers here in just a second, they're going to take the boxes. Y'all can go ahead and head that way if you want to. They're going to take the boxes to each section. When I say go, they're going to toss their box of prickly pears into that section. Y'all's job is to hit, toss, pass. You cannot grab the prickly pear and run it to the stage. You have to pass it or toss it and try to get it back up here. As soon as they toss the prickly pears out, they're gonna run back up here with the boxes. And then they're gonna help put them in here and we're gonna get a count. And whoever, whichever side, can get all 20 of their prickly pears back up here the fastest is gonna be the winner. Are y'all ready? Are you sure? All right, I need everybody back on your feet. Stand up. We don't sit around too long in kids' church. Everybody back on your feet. Get ready. Here we go on my count. In three. Pastor Ty, you're cheating. Two, one, go. Go, 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 go. Get them up here. Get them up here. Let's go. Keep them on your side. Keep them on your side. There you go. like that, man. Way to go. You're so good. All right. So I want to teach you guys our big idea today. Everybody ready? I need a drum roll, please. Our big idea today is that I will stick with Jesus. Can you guys say it with me? Here we go. I will stick Very good. Anytime. I say, I will stick. I need you to finish it with a loud and proud with Jesus. Here we go. Let's try it. I will stick. I will stick. 
Bingo, that's good. Awesome. And that's what we're going to talk about today. In kids' church, we always have a big idea that we want them to go home with. I tell them, hey, when you get in your car, and what's the first question your mom or dad's going to ask you? And they're going to say, what did you learn in church today, right? That's what we talk about. And then I say, this is what I want you to tell them. I want you to tell them our big idea because I want them to know that we did something besides just play games in kids' church. We talked about something, right? And so today we're talking about how I will stick. That's right. Very good. So we've been talking about in kids' church for the last several weeks, a couple of months, we've been in a series about Moses and the Israelites and how God called Moses. He spoke to him through a burning bush to lead the his people out of Egypt to the promised land. And right now in our series, we're, they're in the wilderness. And that's what we're talking about is what is, what is God doing in their life in the wilderness? But in big church, if you guys have been coming to Cowboy Junction, we've also been in a series in big church where we've been talking about 10,000 10, minutes because we are given 10,080 minutes in a week. And usually we spend about 80 of those minutes at church so we're talking about how do we spend the other 10,000 minutes with Jesus? How do we live it with Jesus? And so that's why today we're talking about how I can stick. That was weak. Y'all fell asleep on me already. I can stick. All right. But I also have to tell you, much like these cactuses up here, sometimes life gets kind of sticky. There are things about life that wants to grab our attention, that wants to try to distract us, that wants to stick to us or get us to stick to those things. Sometimes they're bad things. Sometimes they're not always bad. But if they ever are something that takes our focus and our attention off of God, it's something that we probably need to pay attention to because life can get sticky. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Thank you. 
And just like that showed us, sometimes, you guys, life can get sticky. And we can find ourselves stuck in something or doing something or to something that may not be God's best for our life. And some of those things aren't necessarily bad things that we get stuck to. But again, if it takes our focus and our attention off God, is it, could it be bad? Yes. And then there are also things that we do get stuck to that are bad, and that would be called sin. Everybody say sin. And sin is one of those things that if we get stuck to sin, it's one of those things that can take us further than we ever wanted to go, keep us longer than we ever wanted to stay, cost us more, cost us more than we ever wanted to pay. And that's something that we don't ever want to get stuck in. And so how are we going to keep making sure that life or sin, that those are the things that we don't get stuck to those things, but instead we can decide and choose that I will stick and if we can choose now to learn what it looks like to stick with Jesus at whatever age, whatever stage of life that we're in, I fully believe with my whole heart, I've seen it in my own life, that if I can stick with Jesus, it's going to be a lot harder to get stuck to the things that aren't God's best for my life. And so I want you guys on these first few rows up here to know what it means and to know what it looks like to be stuck with Jesus in the good times and the bad. Because life isn't always easy, but if we can be stuck with Jesus, we know he's going to help us and guide us and direct us. So that's what we're talking about today. All right, so we're going to go into our Bible story. It's found in Exodus 33. Everybody say Exodus 33. Exodus 33. Exodus 33. And when we get to this part of our Bible story, Moses has been leading God's people like we've been talking about. And they've seen God do some amazing things. They've seen God part the Red Sea, and they walked across on dry land. They've seen God provide water from a rock. They've seen God provide quail and manna for them to eat. They've seen God lead them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. God has provided them with the Ten Commandments. He's been faithful. He's shown up. But the Israelites are known to be kind of whiny. You're preaching my message for me. It's like you've been here already. They're, they're, they're complaining. They're whining. They're, are we there yet? Are, okay, I appreciate y'all's help, but y'all hold it in, okay? Y'all help me a little bit, okay? But are we there yet? How much further? I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Have you guys, that sound familiar? Yes, not just with your kids, but I feel like I can find myself there too. And the Israelites had actually found themselves stuck some, to some things that weren't God's best. And they had taken their eyes and their attention and their focus off of God and who God was in their life. And they had put it on idols and a golden calf and they began to worship other things than God. And they weren't stuck to God but they were stuck to other things. And so that's where we're going to pick up in Exodus chapter 33, verse 3. It starts off and it says, this is God. And he says to Moses, go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go with you. And this is because they had found themselves stuck to things that they didn't need to be stuck to. And I can't imagine what that would have felt like for God to say, listen, I'm, you're on your own from here. 
I'm not going to go with you. But Moses, he would meet with God. And it talked about that when he would meet with God, he didn't have the opportunity. They didn't have the opportunity like we do to meet with God whenever, however, because of Jesus, we get to do that. But back then, Moses had to go into this tent that they would set up on the side of the camp and go meet in the tent of meeting. And it says in verse 11, I believe, it says, Moses face to face, the, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Moses got to talk to God and he talked to him face to face. And here's what he said. Y'all want to hear what he said? Okay, good. I hope so. Here we go. In verse 12, this is Moses. He's talking to God. Moses says to the Lord, you've been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you're pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor, favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. But then Moses said this. He said, this is what I want y'all to walk away with today. Are y'all listening? Here we go. Moses said, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Moses was saying, if you don't go, then I don't want to go. I am stuck with you, God. And I do not have what it takes to do any of this without you. I'm not willing to take one step unless you're going to go with me. And I think that we can be people who choose to live our life in the same way to make decisions to say, God, no matter what, I want to stick with you. Jesus, I'm going to stick with you. Are y'all with me? Yes. Wherever he goes, I want to go. I don't want to make a decision without making sure that he's in it. I don't want to, I, I don't want to make anything about me. I want it to be about him. I'm going to be, he's, I want him to be stuck with me and I'm going to be stuck with him like glue, right? And so life can get sticky, but I will stick with Jesus. Very good. And then all these years later, Moses told that to God, I'm not going unless you go with me. And we get to say the exact same thing today. Because of Jesus, because of what he did in our life, we now can say, we can now meet with him wherever we want, and we can say, I will stick with Jesus no matter what. And you may be thinking, well, that's great, Pastor CG, but how do we stick with Jesus? Well, I'm going to tell you. Ready? I got three points, and we'll be done. Here we go. Number one is we're going to look. Everybody say, look. Look. Adults, you aren't doing it. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to look. Now, I have a five-year-old, and there's a lot of times that I have to tell him to look at me. I need your full attention. I need your focus. I've already told you guys that this morning, right? I said, let me see your eyes. I want to know that you're looking at me. Why? Because if I have your attention, I know that you're with me. And that when, if we're going to stick with Jesus... We've got to be people who keep our eyes fixed on him. We've got to know him. We've got to know his character. We've got to know what he's like. We've got to know his heart so that we can keep our eyes and our attention fixed on him. Hebrews 12 says to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. And so that's what we're going to do is one, number one is we're going to look. And we're going to look at Jesus, right? 
Number two, everybody say number two. Number two, we're going to listen. Everybody say listen. 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 We've got to be people who are good listeners. This is also something that I tell my five-year-old quite often is to be a good listener. We say all the time, I ask him, when do, uh, how do we listen? And he'll say, first time. Because I want to know that if I tell him to stop, don't run behind that horse, that he's going to listen to me first time. It's a safety thing. It's important for me to make sure that he's always listening, that he knows my voice and that he's listening. When I was, when I was a kiddo like you guys, I got to go to rodeos with my mom and my dad. And we were at a rodeo one time and my parent, my mom was up in the grandstands, my dad was roping, and all of us kids got to go out and go play on this great big dirt pile. And there was a whole bunch of us kids and we were playing and we were playing King of the Mountain and I was winning, in case y'all were wondering. And um, here in a minute, we hear something off in the distance and it sounds like a coyote. And it's like, ho! And I thought, well, that's kind of weird, but we just kept playing. But there were these two boys, and when they heard that howl, they both stopped, they stood up from playing, and they both started going, oh, oh, oh! And we were like, what in the world are they doing? They're a little strange. But come to find out, their mom was howling at them, and that was how they were supposed to respond so that she always knew where they were and that they were okay. And it was a way that their ears had to be in tune to listen to their mom or to listen to their dad. And we're going to be people who also need to, if we're going to be stuck with Jesus, we're going to need to not only keep our eyes on him, but we need to be good listeners and we need to know his voice. John 10, 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. My question for you would be, do you know his voice? Are you listening? Are you being a good listener? And you may say, but CG, I don't know what it sounds like to hear God's voice. We don't necessarily hear his voice in our ear like you're hearing my voice. God speaks to our heart. And so a lot of times we may be going, you may be feeling like, I don't really know if this is the right thing I'm supposed to do. And your heart feels ugh about it. Have y'all ever felt that? Like just ugh. That may be God speaking to your heart saying, that's not my best for your life. And let's be people who know his voice so that we can follow him, right? So everybody say, listen. Okay, number three, last one is we're gonna, is, is to stay close. Say, stay close. Stay close. We can stay close with Jesus by spending time with him, by getting to know him. We've talked about it. We have 10,080 minutes in a week that we can spend with Jesus, that we can be close to him. And I know, about, I don't know about you guys, adults, my week can get away from me so fast that I, it's over. And it's like, well, did I, where did it go? It was here and then it was gone. And I think we need to be people who are intentional about staying close to Jesus. My little boy, my favorite time of the day is um, him and daddy do bath time. And, but he, our, mine and Case's responsibility is to clean up toys while daddy's getting ready to give him a bath. So we clean up our toys real fast so that we can cuddle. 
I love getting in the chair and cuddling with Case so that we can be close. I love it. It's one of my favorite times of the day. And I believe that God loves when we want to crawl up in his lap and hang out with him and just, just spend time with him. But I also, when I go somewhere with Case or we go to the store or we walk across a parking lot, the first thing I'm going to tell him is to, to hold my hand and to stay close because I want to help him know where to go. I want to help make sure that he doesn't walk somewhere he's not supposed to walk or go somewhere he's not supposed to go. It's a way for me to take care of him and protect him. And I believe that God wants to do the same with us, that he wants us to stay close so that we know what steps to take and we know where to go and how to follow. So let's do it together. Are y'all ready? ready. Thank you, Savannah. Number one is we're going to stick with Jesus because we're going to what? Look. Number two, we're going to? And number three? That's right. That's right. Very good. So in case you missed it, life can get sticky. But I will stick with Jesus. I will stick with Jesus. And I'm going to do it by number one, I'm going to look. Number two, I'm going to listen. And number three, I'm going to? Very good. As we wrap today up, which we're almost done, I want you guys to know that the only reason that we can stick with Jesus is because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. In the beginning, when God created the world, he created us to be in relationship with God. But then something happened and it separated us from God. Kiddos, what separated us from God? Sin. Sin, Sin separated us from God. And the old, there was nothing we could do to be made right with God. There was nothing we could do in our own strength to be in relationship with God. But because God loves us so much, he sent Jesus to be our rescuer, to die on a cross for us, and to, who rose from the dead three days later and paid a price that we could never pay because the wages of sin is actually death. And Jesus paid that price for us so that we could be in relationship with God. And on top of that, he promises us forgiveness he gives us eternal, promises us eternal life and that we get to be adopted into the family of God by choosing to give him our heart and to trust him with our life. And so if that's something today, no matter your age, no matter where you're at in here, maybe you're watching online, if you've never had an opportunity to say, I want to stick with Jesus, I want to follow him with my life. I want to make a decision to ask him to come and live with me and give him my heart, to ask him to forgive me. And you want to do that today? I would love to talk to you. Here's what you do. I'm going to be out there and Pastor Ty is going to be out there. Come find one of us and you can walk right up to us and say, Pastor Ty or Pastor CG, I want to make a decision today to stick with Jesus. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to pray with you. When I was six years old, I went to a little church in Lovington, and my kids' church pastors were Raymond and Gina Anderson, and I remember the day that they gave an invitation much like that, that if you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life and ask him to forgive you of your sins and give, you, give him your heart, then raise your hand. And I remember raising my hand. I remember going and praying with Gina, and I didn't fully understand the gospel, but I did know that I wanted to stick with Jesus. And I made that decision that day, and I will forever be grateful for kids' church leaders that were willing to do that. So 
Come talk to us, we'd love to pray with you before you leave today, okay? Would you guys all bow your head and close your eyes? Father, we thank you for today. I thank you again for the opportunity that we have to worship you freely. I thank you for this church. I thank you for our pastors. And I thank you, God, that um, you want to do something in and through us and you allow, allow opportunities for us to be a part of your plan. And today, we talked about how we wanna be people who stick with you. I pray, much like Moses did, that God, if you're not gonna go or if you're not in it, I don't want it. I only want it if you're gonna be with me. So God, help us to be good listeners, help us to be people who keep our eyes fixed on you and stay close to you no matter what. We love you and we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. 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 Cowboy Junction, are you pumped up? Yeah. Very good. We're working on them. You got some work to do. Mine are good. They nailed it. They're just, my group's carrying more weight than your group. <laughs> Man, gosh. You're, you're asking us to get up for that, to sit back down? Y'all got this. <laughs> I think, can we do it one time? Ready? Cowboy Junction, are you pumped up? We are pumped up. There you There's go. There's a few. There's a there few of them. What a fun afternoon. Wasn't that great? CG, I'm absolutely amazed by how good you did. I mean, honestly, you did a worship set, you did a sermon, you did a three points, three points in your sermon. You gave an altar call, a closing, all in 20 minutes. Who is your Bible college professor and, and who taught your theological classes? You taught and, me everything I know, Pastor. Well, I must have forgot a few things. I don't, I'll have to learn from you how you keep it so short. Great job. What are we, what's it time for? Uh, we're going to, we, as soon as, what we're going to do is we're going to dismiss kiddos back to kids' church, all right? You guys are going to go with Pastor Tori and hang out and do some songs and stuff. And parents, when you, you'll go in just a second. You'll go check them out, and you'll need to make sure and check them out, please. Don't leave them with us. Bring your tag and go check them out. And you guys are all going to get your pumpkin ticket like we talked about earlier. And once you get checked out, you guys can head out that way. Out, there's the pumpkin patch. Everybody can get a pump. Every kiddo can get a pumpkin. We've got hot drinks inside the student center. Hang on just a second, guys. Y'all are y'all are like jumping the gun. Um, hey, we Cowboy got hot drinks. Kids, please sit down. <laughs> we got hot drinks inside the student center. There's popcorn inside the student center. There are the CJ Yaw. The young adults are set up and they're doing a fundraiser. We also have um, tables and chairs set up inside the Student Center Main Sanctuary. If you want to eat in there, there's food trucks, there's s'mores, there's a train ride. There's all happening if you go that way with your kiddos after you check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time to dismiss the most electrifying, most exciting, greatest thing going at Cowboy Junction. Give it up for the Cowboy Kids. There's a bunch of them this service. It's going to take a minute.
Mark's got the moves. He surely does. CG, I thought you did an excellent job today. Thank well you. done. Well, a lot of people, yes, yes. Most people would say, well, CG, Pastor CG is our kids' church pastor around here. But actually, that's not your title, is it? Correct. You're actually the generations pastor at Cowboy Junction. And can you tell me, what does generations pastor mean? We specifically chose that title for title some great reasons. What does the generations pastor title mean? So I really get to oversee and work with Pastor Mondo really in in overseeing everything from babies all the way up through college student age, young adult age. And so Pastor Mondo really takes the lead in youth ministry and, and college young adult ministry. And then I, I get to spend most of my time in kids ministry and at our incredible private Christian school here, mm -hmm. JCA. JCA. So with that, I, it, this shine, today shines a light on our intentionality towards a specific group of people. We have five target audiences at Cowboy Junction. Maybe you never grew up in a church like that. Maybe your church's motto was, we try to reach everybody. We don't try to reach everybody. And that's specific because McDonald's targets hamburgers and cheeseburgers. And it, we narrow down to the five target audiences that Cowboy Junction is trying to reach. And one of them is young families. We figure if we can do these five good, we can reach everybody, but we have to focus on somebody. Does that make sense? Right. And a lot of the grandparents that are in the room and you would go, well, we're, we're not one of your target audiences. No, you are because you notice that a way to your heart is your grandkids. <laughs> That's how you got here. And so young families is a big part of what we do. So once a year we stop and we pause and we have pumpkin palooza. And you think it's about a pumpkin, it actually isn't. It's about a tool we use to turn to people and give them an opportunity to invite their friends and family, young families, to say, why don't y'all come to church with us? We're going to be picking pumpkins. It's going to be a, a kids-related message. It's going to apply to a, adulthood as well. It's so much fun. We're going to have so, so, such a good time outside. And it's, it's this incredible thing that you need to go. It even goes deeper. CG and Pastor Mondo have, pa Pastor CG, Pastor Mondo, have even broken down the goals of each age group. Births, there's a certain goal for that age group. Safety, okay? <laughs> Safety. It's like we can tell them about Jesus later on. But right now, we don't speak baby, so we're just going safety. And every age group has a specific mission on that age group, all the way up to college. And we're even intentional in Junction Christian Academy. And this is the behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't get to see, on, except for days like today. And it lets you in on this amazing invitation. That's what it is. We're inviting you to bring your young families to a place where... We, from birth to college and into the parent's life, are going to be navigating and helping you navigate what does it look like to do life with Jesus. And we can promise you that every time you walk into this room, that is what we're going to be doing from over there to over here. And it's not accidental, and it's not hope and stance, okay? Yeah, that's a new one. It's intentional. Yeah. And those are the things that sometimes you can just kind of assume. We don't assume much around here. Assumption is the lowest form of intelligence. Okay? And we don't assume. We are intentional. 
And so that's kind of the fun thing about today. So CG, the reality is people can get excited about that and say, y'all do such a good job at that. But this is also a moment for us to turn and go, we need your help, right? Right. We would, we would love to have your help in kids' ministry. And there's something so special about living our life with Jesus and getting to use the gifts, talents, and abilities that he's given us. Like, that's part of the thing that he wants us to do. And, um, but kids' ministry is a big deal. Kids are a big deal. God, God said the kids are a big deal. But it, it's a big deal also because it's a lot of work and it mm-hmm. takes a lot of people. One service alone for us to have kind of what we need volunteer-wise is about at least 20 people, adults, at one service to make a service happen. That's not what we have. That's what we would like to have. That's 60 adults for a weekend if we apply it to all three services. And that's only about half of our team. And so, and a lot of our team are um, teenagers, which are, they're wonderful. But um, when, you're, when you're counting adults, um, we still are lacking in a lot of ways to be able to do what we would love to do when it comes to kids' ministry. It takes people and it takes them being um, being able to be consistent volunteers um, is a huge thing for us. So here's an idea. What if you took advantage of the multiple services we have at Cowboy Junction and decided that you could serve at one in Kids Church and you can be fed at one that you would sit in and you would sit in the message and allow God to sharpen your heart. These are the, the ways of discipleship around here. And it's this moment that we realize that I could go to church on Sunday and then I could serve on Monday, okay? Our Monday needs it just as bad. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. service. But at the same time, if you're like, well, I work on Monday and it's kind of busy, well, then what if you came to church at 8.30, sat in the service and were fed spiritually and then stuck around and served in the 10.30 or vice versa? This is the beautiful opportunity you have to get involved. And of course, you have to do the background check and all the fun stuff. But once we get past that, it's easy peasy, warm and squeezy. And you're going to have a wonderful time uh, working in these age groups. And maybe you're not a baby person. Maybe you're an older kid person. That's great. We can put you where you fit best. Yes. There, there's so many different areas. Like, like, you know, we get to have a worship team up here when we come do Pumpkin Palooza. We don't have that on, on a weekend. You know, um, we get to have a skit team. That's not something that we always get to have. It takes a lot of people to do something like that. But there's so many different areas. We love to have people dressed up like characters. Roaming the hallways would be so much fun. We've just recently started doing more puppets in our younger ages. You don't even have to show your face if you want to do a puppet you could just stand back there and do the puppet there's so many different areas and places that you could be a part Um, and I'll make you a promise one I don't want you to sign up for kids ministry if you don't like kids okay so we'll make that deal ahead of time all right but um, if you said I don't I just don't know I don't know if I'm supposed to do kids church or not but I'd like to give it a try if you sign up go through the process all the things and then you just decide hey this wasn't the best fit for me we're cool all right we're still going to be friends. I still love you, but would also love for you to just check it out, see what it's like, and see if it may be a good fit for you. Yep. Pastor CG, you did an amazing job today. Thank you. Way to go. Thank you. <clears throat> Why don't we stand to our feet? If you're a first time visitor here today, welcome to Cowboy Junction. 
our team working the, the information booth out there would love to get your information. We have a gift for you. And there's, a, there's scanning codes that you can click on and, and um, get a few, give us your information through your phone. And uh, let us just welcome you to Cowboy Junction. Next week, we are going to be do, not doing Fall Fest anymore, going back into the series that we're in called 10,000 Minutes. Uh, what does it look like to do life with Jesus in those 10,000 minutes? And next week, we're going to be talking about your soul. Your soul. There's a difference between your spirit and your soul, but your soul care is so important to know about. And how do we walk with Jesus when it comes to our soul? And we're going to be studying that next week. Cowboy Junction, it's time to fall fest. It's time to pumpkin palooza. It's time to go get your little pumpkin heads so that we don't have to take them home with us, okay? Before you go, I want you to know this. Well, let's pray real quick. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for today. Thank you for the joy, the energy, the excitement that this day has been. We, we are going to stick with Jesus. We're going to stick with you, Lord. And we're going to do it by looking, listening, and staying close. Looking around, listening and staying close. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before you go, I want you to know that I love you. Jesus loves you. Don't you ever forget it. You guys have, it's time for us to love God, love people, and have no limits. You guys have a great week in the Lord. See you later.